This is Hope FM. You will have heard, like me, of a wonderful organisation called the Samaritans. I'm delighted uh, that my very special guest now is the uh, is the voluntary director of the Bournemouth branch of the Samaritans, Mark Wilder. Good morning to you, Mark. Hey, good morning, Blair. So, Mark, how did you come? I mean, I'm amazed, actually, that uh, the, that you yourself are, are a volunteer, and indeed you, you said that the Samaritans are generally a volunteer-led organisation. H- how did you come to be involved with it? I Well, a few years ago, about five now, I was looking around, maybe just to offer something back. Um, you know, and I have done volunteering work in the past. I was looking around, and, and nothing really jumped out at me. And then I saw uh, an advert for Samaritans on a, a local Bournemouth a council uh, site. And I wasn't really sure I was the sort of person that could do it. But I thought, wow, that, that looks amazing. I think like most people, we've heard of Samaritans. So I just put myself forward and went through uh, an interview and training. Um, and I've been uh, supporting people you know, for the last nearly five years now um and it's you know it's an incredible thing to do we speak to some amazing people um you know who call us uh, you know 24 hours a day just to just to have a chat you know when you said um, there that w- when yeah. you when you said that you, you initially you didn't think that maybe you were the sort of person who could do that what, what led you to think that way my my job, I work in IT. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not don't have a background of mental health support, or you know, working with people who you know have their own challenges. Uh, but it just grabbed me as though you know, I wonder if I could you know support people and provide support um, you know for people who were you know just had something on their mind or, or you know or more serious. So it, I put myself forward, not knowing if I was that sort of person. But you know, we I think having done it now for nearly five years i can say we you know we pretty much all have it in us to to listen to people and listening is not an easy thing to do um i I suspect you know in my own life people have said to me you know talking to me are you listening to me and we're like yes but not really i think i think we've all we've all had that experience to one degree or another because i guess listen listening is is something you have to develop isn't it good listening skills i mean real really listening not half listening Absolutely. In fact, we all we say to people who are interested to be a listening volunteer is we'll teach you to listen. And if you have some spare time, that's the only things that we ask of people. You don't have to have skills. Um, and we will take you through um, a really fantastic training course that lasts about six weeks. And then you'll go downstairs into our operations room with a, a mentor and we'll you know, gently guide you through picking up that phone and listening to people and listening can be very tiring um, because it takes a lot of concentration in fact we call it active listening um, because you are you are working your brain is working listening to what someone is saying let's just talk a wee bit more because i know that obviously recruiting volunteers training volunteers supporting volunteers is a very big part of what you do even before obviously you begin to deliver the service which is the prime reason for the organization but if we go back to your your own experience uh, and of course now you know that you're involved in in training yourself uh, what was that training period like what sort of things did you consider how were you best prepared for that first phone call uh, that you would eventually take as a volunteer? The, the the training introduces all sorts of different new subjects for me. As I say, I don't have a background in, in, in any of these things. So 
you know, some of the calls that we take are difficult to listen to. And, you know, we're just so happy that someone can reach out to us when they may not have had anyone in, you know, in their family or friends that they can talk to about this. But building up to that first phone call, um, you know, you're given lots of support. I mean, it's a, it's a very supportive uh, environment, whether you've been there 20 years or, or, you know, or 40 years in case of one volunteer or, you know, um, you know, eight or nine weeks of having come out of training, you're supported all the way. And we have a fantastic um, volunteer support team that will look after you. Um, but for sure, taking that first phone call, um, you know, my heart was beating. And as it happens, my mentor was listening in on the phone call. And he, he could give me notes. Uh, the phone call went well. And, uh, you know, you, we never know what that phone call is going to be. Can you can you remember your very first phone call? I bet you you can. You don't have to share the details of it, but and you said it 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 it, it went well. But I guess you know your 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 heart must have been thumping, <laughs> and I guess that would be true of quite a lot of people's first time, as it were. Um, I can't actually remember that first. I think I can actually thinking about it. Um, it. It went well. I mean, the skills that you learn through training is, is how to encourage people to talk about whatever's on their mind and trying to explore with them maybe, you know, what the options, you know, they can think of that might help them change that situation. Um, so I just use those. I use my notes at the time, which I, I don't use anymore, because um, really it's just a phone call between you and one other person. And, and like now, you know, we can talk. We've we've not met before, but we we can. I'm sure we could have a conversation about things. And it's just like that. But we use our Samaritan skills to to listen to that person and support them and try and allow them to explore what's been going on, maybe why it's been going on, and you know what they could potentially do about it. This is Hope FM. Uh, well, the time is 8.35, and my very special guest is Mark Wildey, who's the, the local voluntary director of, uh, of the Samaritans. Uh, so, uh, Mark, in terms of when people phone you, it's, it is entirely confidential, but you're not there saying, you know, if I were you, I would do this. You, you don't do that, do you? No, absolutely not. Um, one of the things that you, you learn during training is, is we don't give advice and we don't tell people what to do. And, and from a confidentiality point of view, um, you know, anyone can ring 116123 and it will go through to one of our 201 branches across the UK, Northern Ireland. Um, and when we pick that phone up, we don't see your phone number, so we don't know where you are. And we won't ask you your name. I mean, we might do just because of the conversations going on. Sometimes it's nice to have a name. But if you want to tell us where you are and what your name is, then that's fine. But it's not part of what, you know, what we need. We don't take down names and phone numbers of um, you know, people who call us. Now, now, obviously, uh, through these very challenging times of, of COVID-19, here we are coming up on almost a year that we've been in various forms of, of lockdown and uncertainty and so on. Has, has that meant that what people are phoning you about has taken a slightly different turn? Or has it been pretty much the same but more off? Um, I think there's been more calls, there's more demand on our service. For sure, um, conversations around COVID, be that financial concerns and isolation. Obviously, you know we're in a national lockdown now. But for, I mean, for some of my volunteers, they've been in isolation since March because they may have some medical conditions or family with that. So 
this has changed, you know, how people are feeling uh, about being around other people, you know, going out and about, which they're doing less of. So people might talk to us and, you know, they may not talk to another human being for a week or a couple of weeks. Um, and obviously now financial and, you know, what's, what things are going to be like as we come out of COVID is, you know, is on people's minds. Now, obviously, this is Children's Mental Health Week this week, and and uh, I know that we're being encouraged, encouraging children to be able to express themselves how they feel creatively and so on. But I guess mental health generally must be a a, a big theme uh, of, of the calls that you're having to feel. Um, yes, I mean, uh, you know, all health problems. I have mental health problems. I mean, everyone will at some point in their life have been sad about something. Um, that's not to say that's a mental health problem, but as children at you know, this time who are off school, not around their friends, is you know it's becoming a challenge for, for them and maybe for the adults that look after them. Uh, we, as a local branch, we, we do talks in schools and we encourage people to talk about things that are on their mind and you know not to hold it in because if we hold on to things and they become bigger and bigger, so Samaritans traditionally, maybe people would think you would only call them when something was becoming very difficult. Well, we want people to call us before that thing becomes difficult. So if there's something on your mind, you don't have anyone to talk to, just dial one one six one two three, and someone will be there to listen. Well, they do say that that a problem shared is a problem halved, don't they? And I guess one of the problems that lockdown has done is that where traditionally we were able to meet with family and friends, of course, that that's been very, very restricted in some cases. So, therefore, the the, the fact that your number is there, the one one six one two three, it must be a lifeline to many people. Yes, I mean, people, you know, can call us twenty four hours a day. There'll always be a volunteer there. Um, in one of the 201 branches, you know, who will pick up and, and will listen to you, will just give you some time to talk about, you know, whatever's on your mind. And as you said earlier, you know, we don't give advice, but through, you know, the skills, our active listening skills, we can sometimes ask you questions about what do you do, if, you know, this, or have you thought about other things? And, and sometimes people go away and say, you know, I'm going to do that. When you, I mean, you've got two hundred amazing volunteers, salt of the earth. You, everybody who volunteers, and in fact, it's been so encouraging that here locally, you know, over over three thousand people have come forward to volunteer. Probably more than that in all sorts of of, of different ways. So it's great that you have those folk. How, how do you support the volunteers, though? Because I mean, obviously, they're receiving calls. Probably some of them, you know, listening to people who are quite distressed and so on. Hardly, hardly the volunteers cope themselves if you like with, with hearing so much uh, sadness and challenge in the lives of other people um, yes supporting our volunteers is really important so when we're on shift we're always on shift with a, at least one other volunteer and during that shift you talk to each other about your calls and how did it you know how do you feel about that call and then at the, at the end of a shift you'll debrief to a role that we call a leader and if that leader thinks, okay, that was a really difficult call, maybe I'll give them a, you know, a call tomorrow. And, and there are calls that will always stay with us um, for, you know, for whatever reason. And we also have a volunteer support team that I mentioned earlier that will make sure that, you know, you're okay because we want, when you come into the branch, to be ready to, to support that next person. And, and people who come downstairs from, 
you know, from being freshly trained, quite often will comment about how much support there is because it is, it can be a difficult thing to do to sometimes, as you say, to listen to someone who's very distressed and maybe doesn't feel they have, you know, options, you know, for themselves going forward. But, um, you know, I would say we we support our volunteers because we are very aware that some of the calls can be difficult. Now, we said earlier on about the the confidential nature of the calls, and you don't even track the numbers, you know, so it's, it's incredibly uh, confidential. Um, but do you get much in the way of, of feedback from people who maybe even years later, you know, I said, you know, I just want to let you know that that phone call made the real a real difference to me. Do, do, do you get much of that at all? Yes, in fact, I'll talk about a particular event that we went to, um, which was Pride um, probably two years ago now in the Lower Gardens, and we had a stall there. And during the day, we had so many people come up to us and say, you saved my brother's life. You know, you were there when I needed you. It was really overwhelming. And, and I had 20 or 30 people say that to me during the day, and all the other volunteers who were there had the same thing. And although we would, you know, typically never meet that person because they could be in Glasgow, they could be in Middlesbrough, Leicester, wherever, um, we know other people have that same feedback. And, it, and if someone says to you on the phone, thank you, it's, it's a very powerful, it can be a very powerful thing when that happens. So um, we, we, we're not looking for it. We, most of our phone calls will end um, and the phone will go down and, and that person will move on, um, hopefully. But when we do get some positive feedback, it is, you know, it just reminds us sometimes listening can be a powerful thing. And it is so important, isn't it, to, 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 be, to be encouraged. It, it gives you that, that sense of what I'm doing is really worthwhile. Obviously, the Samaritans is a, is a voluntary organisation and these are challenging times. And you need funding to make the wheels of the organisation turn. Um, how, how can people best support the wonderful work that you do? We, we we typically used to have a number of events where we would um, try and fundraise, um, but obviously they you know that has changed for the moment. But you know we want to be back out in our community, letting people know that we're there for them. And, and you're right, we we are a voluntary branch. Um, we pay for the phone lines, we pay for electricity, you know, and all this other stuff. So we have a shop um, down an old Christchurch Road, which is unfortunately shut at the moment which is more than a shop. It's a community hub for people to go in. Um, but we also have some amazing things there. You know, if you want to dress in a PlayStation, then you can go to our shop and find it. But we, we're having to be more creative at the moment with, you know, with how we're funding the branch. Um, but we, um, I mean, I don't like to talk about this too much, but, you know, we, we will take um, donations um, from people and, you know, people do leave us some, money in their will sometimes um, and we do receive checks but uh, at the moment unfortunately we can't be out in the community letting people know that we're there and you know trying to raise money but i think it's a it's a good job that you guys are there and can i just uh, on behalf of all the listeners uh, thank you and your volunteers for the wonderful and very valuable work uh, that you that you do i guess if if people wanted to know more they can go to the the website which is uh, www.samaritans.org.uk. Um, uh, uh, is, yep. that, is that right? I know it's samaritans.org um, and they could search for our branch there and they'd receive details about where our branch is. 
because um, outside of COVID, people could come to our branch as well for a, you know, a, a meeting with a volunteer and just talk about the same sort of things they might do on the phone or email or online chat will be something that our branch will be taking on soon. So they can go there and find their local branch. Mark, thank you so much for, for being my guest on the programme today. And if you or, in, or anyone you know feel that you would like to phone the Samaritans, well, it's 116123. 116123 is the number to phone. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.